spiritual states luck. Hello, everyone. Hello, Dr. Michael Lightman. Hello. And today we'd like to talk about luck. Most people think that luck is something random, happening for unknown reasons. About 7% of all people regard luck as something that depends as something that depends on us. What do you think? Does luck depend on a person? Yes, I think that luck depends on a person. Well, to the measure to which it is in our forces, but we can project luck onto the future and to kind of invent luck so that it will accompany us. Psychologists say that in order to be lucky, you need to follow four principles. To be able to notice potential opportunities around you, listen to your own intuition, be positive, and have a philosophical attitude approach to life's difficulties. Uh, what is luck for you? I think that luck for me is the same as for anyone else. When I achieve in life those goals that I um, set, I call that luck, I think everyone else does too. According to which principles, do you agree with these principles? Well, yeah, actually, yeah. So positive thinking, to correctly relate to difficulties, problems, positively, it all helps to become lucky. Are there special principles in the wisdom of Kabbalah that can help any person to become lucky? Yeah, the thing is that we're in a field of forces called Creator. According to Kabbalah, we can influence this field of forces that it depends that it depends on us whether it will appeal to us or not more or less and that it will correspond with our goals therefore luck in this regard of the word Kabbalah sees as the realization of the correctly set conditions and what are these conditions? It's that I want to come closer to other people and through them to come closer to the Creator, to reach a state where personally, besides that closeness and good thoughts of others and through them to the Creator, that I don't need anything else besides that. I have no other lack in anything if I have that kind of condition. And this is how I live my life and develop. By the way, many researchers in psychology say that lucky lucky people are social, they're extroverted, interaction with other people energizes them, making new connections. In short, there's a direct connection between luck and connection, relations with other people. 
Well, actually, yeah, humanity understood this kind of a long time ago, that if you want to be uh, happy, it depends on a person. One of the distinctive characteristics of lucky people is to appreciate unpleasant events even unpleasant events as good luck. Relatively meaning to understand that whatever happens, happens according to the will of the upper, and therefore we need to meet anything that happens to us, that it's all for the better, and to try and orient ourselves and everything on a positive wave of thinking, and to constantly try and orient ourselves, connect ourselves with the Creator, which is the complete and utter force of good that actually controls and governs everything. And then I can feel myself and actually all the time discover myself under the influence of a field of good influence. People are constantly looking for ways of how to increase their luck in life, of course, and many times use different charms, amulets, stones, that give luck, meaning different kinds of, um, uh, you know, superstitions like the number 13, uh, knock on wood, black cats, this, that. These are superstitions that people believe in to this day. Many people, a large percentage of people prefer not to stumble upon these things. Is it possible to somehow control or increase this elusive factor called luck? How do you feel about superstitions? Luck is really something elusive, but to influence luck isn't in running away from the number 13 or black cats or something else, but in bring luck closer. Bring luck closer. And bringing it through actions, through your actions, meaning by a good attitude toward others, we can draw luck, we can create a positive field around us, it's an absolutely physical parameter, and then luck will be closer to us. Why is it so that luck is related to some correct relations with other people. Because luck is the correct connection. What we receive, we receive through people, even if we receive it through the still, the vegetative, animate nature, not through other people. Then, nonetheless, it depends on people. And if we orient ourselves correctly toward other people, meaning we advance toward them with good forces, not only that we neutralize any bad occurrences in relation to them, but we also arrange nature to be good toward us. So I can't be lucky by myself, but only through being connected to other people. 
Well, we actually exist in a tremendous society. Yeah, it's a tremendous organism, humanity, but, you know, it's like all clear. But in practice, we see that it doesn't work that way. What do you mean? Because people can't, most people are unlucky, they're miserable. It's only because these are the kinds of relations that we have between us, according to the wisdom of Kabbalah, were we to relate to each other with good, according to love another as yourself, then we would have felt ourselves existing in a completely, in a complete sphere of good, in a world of utter good. There are some that say that Okay, we say that this is how we need to relate to things because people understand this, but there's something standing in our way. It's our ego that's standing in our way. Standing in our way so much so that I don't need any luck. Better not go against my ego. It's very hard to live that way. But, you see, people, they somehow come to terms with it. Psychologists say that um, lucky people, when there are unfortunate events, they tell themselves that things could even be worse, and therefore, no, no. I don't think that running away from correctly working with your ego will lead us to any kind of good life. We need to nonetheless think about how do we ascend to a degree that is above our ego, and then we will we'll have it good. But to run away from different egoistic corrections and dis- interferences, disturbances, this isn't correction. It's not the path toward a better life. No, no, they're not talking about running away. They simply say that if I will think that, yeah, things could have been much worse than they are now. You know, it's soothing yourself. You know, people in Africa are suffering even more. Probably. But it is not a method for correcting the situation. It's just psychologically coming yourself down. Can we say that um, unfortunate events, it's the way I see it, but the events themselves are neutral. Look, I can't say about something that it's neutral in relation to what? in relation to me, then neutrality disappears then. Meaning the events themselves could be different. Plus, minus, yes, only it's the way that I grasp them. You perceive them in relation to yourself, and therefore another can perceive it as something positive, and you in relation to yourself see it as negative. Researchers say that a person can create luck through uh, positive actions, thoughts, words. Do you agree? It's in relation to that he can create around himself a certain kind of like matrix, that this good, this bad, this better, this worse, etc. And then that way to determine his situation. There's nothing absolute about it. It's only relative. There are those that suffer 
tremendously from our point of view in prisons and hospitals, you name it. But if you talk to them or other people, then they'll they will tell you, no, it's a normal state. We can live in it, and we do. So there's a problem here. To think positively, to um, tell people good things, to give compliments, it helps, on the one hand. On the other hand, it doesn't correct the situation. It only calms it down. If you cover a certain state with honey, maybe it'll become a bit sweeter. But eventually, the bitterness itself of that which exists under what you covered it with won't change. Okay, what does correct things then? You need to correct the root of the situation. That the situation itself will not be able to ever appear as evil. What do you mean by root? The root is our ego. Only if we annul it can we feel ourselves existing above it. Meaning in a world of utter good, love, light, etc., Meaning the ego is our intention. It is our intention and it is all the evil in the world. And it depends only on man. Meaning thoughts and words is only something, it's a kind of external envelope of the ego. Right. And you can say good words, nice things, do do nice things, but this might not necessarily correspond to my heart, to my desires. Right. What's the difference between luck and fate? Is there a connection? Actually, sometimes these two parameters are confused. Luck is that which we can say about that wasn't it didn't appear to be possible, and suddenly it did. I didn't think that I'd win. I didn't even think about it. And suddenly it turns out that I won. By chance, I passed the tense test or without preparing myself. I, I got a special job or something and was able to carry it out, etc. Meaning luck is defined in terms that in terms of it's that we didn't necessarily prepare ourselves for that situation and suddenly that's how it turned out it comes from the upper providence fate is that something was uh, can we say that fate is something that was supposed to happen were I not to interfere in the process of development how can you know how to interfere or not interfere? It's very hard to say. I can never say that, oh, now I interfere in it and it's supposed to happen this way, and were I not interfere, it would have happened another way. Can we say that luck builds fate? Because it depends on a person, meaning that if I'm lucky, I build my fate and it will be different. 
Yeah, but you don't build the luck itself. Luck simply appears in your actions, even though that you don't exactly know how to come to it. Yeah, but I consciously, we say that it happens consciously, that it's not something that comes from above just so, but it is a kind of answer to my efforts. No. Luck is that which you don't, uh, that you can't imagine to yourself in advance, and therefore, when it appears, you say, look, I've uh, succeeded. I don't know how things are going to turn out, but they did. Yeah, but if I'll try to build good relations, then I'll be lucky. Usually, that's what we learn, that's what we teach ourselves and others, but it doesn't mean anything yet. It doesn't mean nothing yet. I can think about really good things, and suddenly everything turns the other way around. So it's not a fact. Of course not. So it doesn't work linearly that I did certain actions and I'll be lucky for sure. No, no, no. So there's no connection, no, between certain efforts of mine. So what is luck then? Is it something supernatural? Luck is what you cannot plan in advance, and everything turns for the better for you turns out for the better. Luck in Hebrew and Kabbalistic language comes from the word mazal, uh, drops, yeah, Luck drops from, uh, dri- um, drips from above. That it comes unexpectedly. It comes un- uh, a person doesn't doesn't expect it to come, and suddenly it does. If a person prays to the upper force for luck in business and relationships and something and marriage, does it work? Of course. You need to pray, you need to ask. It says that, I think in the Torah it says, that those that are engaged in spiritual development, those that go to the Creator, that are headed toward the Creator, they're above stars and signs. What does it mean? It means that if we study the wisdom of Kabbalah, we're uh, studying the upper laws of nature, forcing them to act on us for the better, then by that we determine our better future, good future, and therefore the Torah advises us to act that way. What does it mean that a person's above these signs of um, luck? Meaning, in our world, we would have flown in a certain direction, and when we study the wisdom of Kabbalah, we draw upon ourselves the good upper forces that work on us, and we rise to better forces that are above those that would have usually worked on us, and this way we drop on ourselves the forces of luck. So can I... If I flow, just flow in life, it's called fate. And if I draw these forces upon myself, it's called luck. Yeah. Meaning I rise above this the given program. Yeah, actually, this how it is. So we can say that fate is the path that I'd go through were I not to enact these forces of luck. Yeah. And if I enact them, 
then it's no longer a fate, but it is your decision, conscious development. Yeah. Once I heard you say that any person feels that there are good periods in life, there is a series of misfortunes, what does it depend on? Look, I can't say, it all depends on the um, upper providence, on providence. When it comes to a person gradually awakens degree by degree, state by state, and then a person no longer knows how to act. He sees that he's under a series, under a flow that is taking him someplace, maybe even toward, you know, bad waters. And could be the other way around. Serene waters, good waters. In a series of bad luck, what can a person do? Take a Kabbalah book and read and read and read. Does it help? Yes, by that a person draws upon himself the upper light, the light of good. Only that can help. And to be connected with other people. He'll read about it there, but uh, the thing that acts the most, it's not connection with other people. Who knows who those other people are, the relation, the who is his environment. But a Kabbalistic book, it always works. Well, there person, there's personal misfortune, and there is something that's, uh, that happens to all of mankind. Yeah, countries, uh, cultures, there are certain dates that are good for every person, every nation, every country, all of humanity, and those that are not good. And therefore, we differentiate. We tell them apart. So what then? In that date, not to be engaged in any really serious matters. Not to get married, for example, not to... No, there are many things. So there are special dates where it's better, it's recommended not to... Of course. Of course. This is where the days of the week came from. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, which is the Saturday, on which it is forbidden to do anything. On the seventh day, if you do something, don't wait for any kind of luck from from it. It will bring you no luck, even if you don't see it immediately. Many years later on, it will accumulate and will uh, appear as something bad. What's, what's special on that day? Saturday, on Saturday, the upper force, the upper system of forces is in a state of rest. And therefore, it's not recommended to a person, the Torah doesn't recommend a person on that day to take any actions. And these actions, they're very strange. Meaning you can't prepare, you can't clean, meaning tidy, etc., etc., saw, draw, meaning to create something new. Because on that day, 
the upper system of governance is disconnected. It is the upper system of the accumulation of the forces of nature, and therefore the Torah recommends us not to be engaged in these things. There will be no luck in that day. Right. Well, that's a separate question. I don't want to get into it now. What's the connection between what you just talked about? Well, look, there are many rules, but they're all such that don't do this, you'll be better off. Maybe there's an inner meaning to it. There are big meanings. Of course, these are all laws of spiritual nature. You don't see them around you. Last question, then. The appearance of the desire for spiritual development in a person, can we say that it's luck? No. It's not luck. In no way is it luck. It is, how to say, fate. Fate, meaning that if person has the aspiration for spiritual development, he needs to understand that from above, he's given a special opportunity to attain the upper force, the Creator. And you can't disregard it. Otherwise, he falls under the negative compelling forces. So if this kind of if something like that comes to you, you need to realize it. So, nature and the Creator are one and the same, and we can say that nature all the time generates all these things, develops, and at a certain point, every person has the opportunity to develop spiritually, reveal the Creator. Actually, yeah, every person does, but very few people pay attention to it. But in the life of every person, there's at least a second, let's call it, where suddenly he's pricked from the side and the heart and the side and whatever that there is spiritual development and how are you related to it. And you don't call that luck. That's not luck yet. It's an invitation to attain true luck. But that's it. And to reveal the Creator, the revelation itself, it's attained. That's tremendous luck. And it needs to happen to anyone, everyone. Yeah, maybe not in this life, but in the next next time. Okay, so today we talked about luck, maybe some kind of summary, in conclusion, luck, what is it? Try to catch luck in every moment. And I wish you luck. Thank you very much. All the best. 